At the Bathurst 12 hour last weekend, there was a young hope and wheel driver who's raced all over the world and represented Australia diligently, but hasn't had the recognition here at home that he deserves. Yet one race at the Bathurst 12 hour has turned that all around. Today, hear from Joey Mawson. We also have a chat with David Ball and Wall Racing at Bathurst. Welcome back to Inside Motorsport. Tony Whitlock, I'm here with Joey Mawson, who's on his debut weekend in GT Racing and had a terrific debut because you've actually shown yourself up to uh, be somebody they can stand beside Nick Percat in a GT3 car. Yeah, no, indeed. It's been a, a perfect day for me. I mean, we kept the car clean, first of all, on my debut. Uh, pace was good. Did a fantastic first stint in the, in the morning, uh, in the fog. And, yeah, um, I'm really uh, just overwhelmed and happy with the weekend. Couldn't have gone any better. Okay. So when did this whole idea first come up about you driving in GT in the Bathurst 12 hour? Um, so the team had mentioned it at the start of the year. Um, yeah, realising of course you were driving already with Team BRM in yes. S5000s. Correct. And had done a champion job there to the point you were a champion in fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A champion. But obviously they know you and, and they wanted you on board. Yeah, indeed. So they put me forward to Mark Rosser. I already knew Mark Rosser from last year um, when, you know, we were sharing the same team when they were racing at Bathurst. Um, Roberto was obviously sharing the car with him, Roberto Murray. Um, so yeah, I already built a little bit of a relationship there and then I got to the point where I was driver coaching him in the S5000, then in the GT and then, um, yeah, team kind of persuaded him to put me in the car um, after I coaching him and jumping in myself. Um, yeah, he decided to give me a shot at Bathurst, which was, you know, just amazing. Okay, all right. Um, now, terrific thing is you've also got somebody who's has had a, a wonderful career in Nick Percat, who, you know, hit the heights very quickly, Formula 4 driver, suddenly he was winning Bathurst. Yep. Um, so he knows well what things can do to your career. Now, this has the potential to elevate your family because it'll give you exposure that you may not have got because not everybody looks to open wheelers in this country. Absolutely. I mean, this is the biggest race probably I've, I've ever done in my career, I would say. Um, you know, with the big boys, with guys that I've looked up to, like Ben Gisbergen and, you know, a couple of the supercar drivers like Chas Mostert as well. So, um, yeah, it was uh, my, my first big showing and obviously everything went to plan. Um, after yesterday's crash, you know, things that couldn't have, from my point of view, couldn't have gone better from my stints. Uh, everything was above expectation and obviously to have a teammate like Nick to learn from and also benchmark myself has been fantastic. Okay, now of course um, laps at Bathurst is always good. Um, you've obviously driven the 5000 here twice or just yep. the once? once? Once. Once, right, okay. And that obviously is a, a wonderful experience for you because you love the cars. Yep. Um, tell us a little bit about your, your early days in, in open wheeler racing. Yeah, so I basically had my own my whole open wheeler career up into S5000 over in Europe. Um, so I started off in French F4, then I moved to German F4. I did that for two seasons. Um, the second season obviously went well. Self-funded? Um, no, I was never, well, I had Podium looking after me at the time. Um, the first year was Camps, Camps Foundation, and then from Camps Foundation it became Podium, um, with Tom Warwick and Jeff Morgan taking over it. Um, and then Podium had supported my career up until my last year in Europe, and then when I came back uh, to base, I had to start with a new group um, because obviously at that point the Formula One dream was over. 
Um, so yeah, basically, I got to the point where I did FA Formula 3, GP3, which for me was above anything I ever expected. Um, then I decided to go the Porsche route because I got to a point where I couldn't fund my budget anymore in open wheelers. Um, I didn't do so well in Porsches at the time, to be honest. I, I really struggled and um, yeah, I was at a crossroads in my last year in Europe. The reason why you struggled? I could just, I never really adapted to those cars and even, okay. yeah, like I just couldn't adapt to it. Even when I was quick, I didn't really understand how and why. So um, I just found them very numb and yeah, it was a bit like this, learning. This Audi, you're very, you're very different to this Audi. Absolutely, they're much more like a single seater. Um, I mean, these cars are so stiff. They're actually more closer to a single seater than what the S5000 is because yes. they're so stiff and refined. Yeah. Um, so the, the 5000 moves around a lot more. Indeed, indeed. So um, I think jumping back in open wheelers and then coming back to GTs has probably, you know, made the transition a bit easier. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So you've got. Uh, Thousand races coming up. Yep. Um, when's your next round? Uh, in two weeks at Sydney Motorsport Park. Oh, okay, terrific. Oh, that's a, a wonderful big open wheel track. Yes, indeed. Uh, I remember being there where the A1 GPs were there. Oh, and, uh, brilliant times, brilliant yeah, times. Absolutely. I'm about 20 minutes from Eastern Creek, so oh, okay. I'm in um, uh, Hinchinbrook, so it's yep. straight down the M7. Yeah. If you go down the M7 towards kind of like the city, it's yeah. our Green Valley exit. Okay. They're just off there. All right. Well, all the very best. I hope you have a great time at Sydney Motorsport Park. I don't think I'll be there for that one, but... Thank you. Joey, a wonderful debut, and keep doing it. Thank you very much. Cheers. Mike, we're in the last hour of the Bathurst 12-hour 2022. David Wall's with me, and... Uh, with a Lamborghini, which yep. is not one of the trendy cars. You haven't got a Mercedes or an Audi. You've got oh. a Mercedes. Uh, an Depends what you what you like, I suppose. Trendy. Oh, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, but look. you have got the best looking car because your Thank livery you. is a standout. Yeah, I mean, people who understand the livery um, love it, and people who don't don't get it. But, ah, okay. um, yeah, we, we love it. We think it looks great, and most importantly, Adrian likes it. The owner. So. Okay. Um, All right. Just very briefly, also, yes. Adrian Dietz, yourself, um, Tony D'Alberto, who a long tenure. time. Patrick's yep. and Grant Daniel because he knows the, the road here, yes. being a local. Yes, that's right. Now, look, everyone's done a brilliant job. Prep's been fantastic, and I couldn't be happier with everyone at, um, at our team. Um, yeah, we've done our own little thing and stuck to our strategy and, and uh, fought our battles throughout the day. That fog this morning was the hardest conditions I think I've ever driven in. Um, and then, Which uh, you, you're standing beside Jazz yeah. and Dave Reynolds and Dean Fiore and I a whole bunch of guys. I think they all said the same thing. Exactly. <laughs> Which was good to hear. You're singing from the same <laughs> yeah. songbook, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, literally just trying to choose our battles, knowing it was a long day. But um, so far, so good. And we're uh, looking good for a P5. We're still not quite there. But if we can get that done, that's a sensational result for our team. And um, also, that'll give us a third in the Australian GT Endurance Championship for the round. So, uh, yeah, more than happy for, for Adrian, especially, and everyone involved. Adrian, of course, came to you with a car and said, can you prep this for me? Yes, correct, um, which is what our business is. There's yep. um, a lot of our business is exactly that. And uh, we've, we've been lucky enough to have Adrian and his wife Gretchen along um, for a lot of racing now for over, the, over three years now. So. Okay. Um, when did this plan start to be put together? Uh, the Bathurst 12-hour plan started uh, probably six or eight months ago. Okay. Um, and the preparation sort of started to kick off then. Then we decided to do a Phillip Island event with uh, with Tony and Adrian. Um, and then that made it a little bit tighter to get to here. But um, it was still fine to, to do so. But it's always been on the cards. We were going to run three. And then we decided to run four.
for because it'll open the strategy with the Pro-Am. Um, so Grant's a local. Grant's a friend of Tony's. He's also the same height as Tony, so yep. uh, we've got two big and two small. Right, all right. Now, of course, um, you're still running Career Cup, but yes. any time you're getting back to the slaps is fantastic. Exactly. How different is this car around here, for instance, to to a Career Cup, uh, completely different. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's a lot more age in these cars. They're aero dependent. Um, they're very much a momentum car because of the way the restrictions work and um, you know, the, the restrictions within the engine side of things. Uh, cup cars a bit slipperier, maybe not quite as um, you know, high downforce and no ABS and TC. So just getting your head around it. Uh, for me, uh, the job coming into this weekend, we set a, a firm goal. Tony would do all the qualifying along with Grant. Uh, so I've been just concentrating on the race car and tuning that in the background and doing some full tank stuff, and uh, it's worked out well. Okay. Um, and, of course, this car, how old is it? Uh, this car is originally a 2016 chassis. Okay. Uh, and it's 2019 slash 2020 spec. Okay. Yep. So uh, by no means the newest car in the field. No. Uh, it's been a Suzuka, 10-hour. It's, um, it's the last 12-hour it did here. Uh, was 2020, and we didn't make it that far. In 2019, it did the whole the whole event. Do you like driving this car? I do like drive any car. Uh, any any one car, of the, one especially. One of the things you're known for is you've yeah. driven lots of different cars. Yes. Front, rear. Yep. You know, yeah, drive anything. Uh, anything and everything, uh, especially when you're racing here. But um, I've really enjoyed my, my time. I've done a, a couple of sprint rounds with Adrian as well. He's invited me along um, here in Easter in 21 um, and a couple of four hour races and bits and pieces in the background to get some Ks for this. So um, I enjoy working with him. Um, I tune him in the, the workshop with driver training and everything else on simulators and we put a lot of work into to getting everyone up to speed. Uh, so it's a great reward for everyone. Uh, but I do drive, I, I drive everything, but I love driving anything, especially something fast. You know, the, the Lamborghini and the Porsches and are my thing. this has to dovetail in with your TCR program, which yep. Tony and who's the second driver there? Uh, Fabian Coulthard. That's exactly right. Yep. Yeah, that new bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, done a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we had Tim Slade here last round because uh, Fab's uh, ended up with COVID. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we had uh, Tim come and fill in, which was great as well. He did a ripper job. Uh, but look, we're busy. The... the, the, the the next three weeks has been pretty hectic. Um, yeah. So we've got the 12 hour, then we go Career Cup racing next week, and then we're back at our home event for TCR. So uh, busy. Boys are doing a ripper job. Um, so very thankful for that. And just the two Honda Civics and TCR? Yes. And do you yep. run the other cars at meeting? Uh, no, we run Tim Brook. Uh, we help run Tim Brook with his Trans Am car. So he's coming second in the championship, and Tony's leading the championship TCR. Yep. Um, so look, we're, we're having a reasonable run um, so far in Career Cup. I'm just enjoying the new car. We're coming second, um, and I feel like. And, and of course, it's a very different car to the previous. It's completely one. different. Yeah, it's yeah. probably closer to this car than what the previous car was, uh, but still has has a Cup car at heart. I, I was interested talking to guys like Steve Grove and uh, Mark Seedy and, and Jeff Emery, and they're all saying that. If you hadn't driven the previous car and you haven't driven an Albert Park before, you're not handicapped at all because it's no, all different. Yeah, it's completely different. Every, everything's different, yeah. which is um, which is what makes it good for, for me, but also makes it good for the boys because it's a difference. It's something new to learn, something to get their heads around. Um, and as I say, touch wood, we've, uh, we started off okay at the Grand Prix. Uh, we're going to, uh, to Winton, which we've done a couple of day tester. Uh, so I feel like hopefully we can turn up there and have a strong show. How strong? We'll know in a week or so. All right. Well, I look forward to catching up at Winton and congratulations on a terrific weekend. Thank you. It's a yeah, no, thank you. All Thanks, Cheers. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.